We're starting the countdown. Okay. The fire is burning. And that's right. The fires are tended, and it is time for Big Brother Canada 9's Week 2 HOH and Nominations episode coverage here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. I'm Dave Mater, joined with Jamil Robinson as we continue our third episode of this season and our coverage of this. We uh, welcome, and how are you doing tonight, Jamil? I'm doing all right. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, we're a bit here a little bit later than I expected. I originally thought this was uh, going to air at eight uh, on Global in Canada here, but it actually aired at nine. I think maybe The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, I'm not sure which one, may have played a part in this somehow. The Bachelor was a three-hour episode, I believe. Yeah, I think I think it bumped us a little hour later tonight, but we're here nonetheless here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting a little bit later to talk about uh, this week's HOH and the two nominees as uh, we saw Team Destiny continue their streak as they won tonight's archery slash balance competition, which led to Austin becoming the HOH and putting up Kiefer and Josh. So that's kind of like the the the, the, the quick summary of what happened, but we're going to kind of dive into this and break it all down, even talk about a little bit, maybe of the live feeds, uh, a little bit, at least with a little bit we know, neither uh, Jamil and I are fully versed, but... We know some things. So we're going to talk about those things uh, in different sections here. Um, but Jamil, this episode overall, um, how are you feeling? How are you feeling about this course in the game and this uh, turn of events? Um, I thought it would have a little bit more excitement happening. And it seemed like very little like intense game talk. I thought it would be more, especially for like the first hoh i thought people would be scrambling a little bit more but with the the twist the way that they have the show structured you have basically half the house that is immune to any type of like uh eviction scenario and then so you have like what five individuals remaining and like they're kind of locked up in what we assume is alliances so there's like slim pickings really really slim pickings yeah, well, if you if we want to like look at this in a survivor standpoint, you know, this is like the tribe here in the defenders that have lost two uh, uh, immunity challenges in a row here, effectively, and uh, and and but it's like a one world scenario where they can all kind of throw each other under the bus here, and there's there's a little bit of um, uh, you know they can they can mingle with the other side. There's definitely some uh, cross. Uh, um, uh, um, alliances and at the same time they know that this isn't going to last forever that they're not locked into it and much like the different team uh twists that they've done in the u.s version it's kind of playing out in a very similar fashion here i think although we saw here that they they tried to bait them tonight with a ch with this temptation of uh of getting the meal or being able to punish the other side to get advantages and what you know it was kind of fun for, to watch them debate it and even those who were seeing who was who were willing to maybe go a little bit more cutthroat, but ultimately it, it doesn't really play out um, maybe the way we would hope it could in maybe a hypothetical situation. The moment that they sent Latoya, I knew that it was going to be pretty much, you know, straight on the nose. It was, it was going to be um, a share, share situation. Um, yeah. Well, like, yeah, I don't think, I don't think I could uh, deal with Latoya coming in and uh, she was like, if you do this, this is the rest of the game. And she was, she was uh, coming at them. And I was like, I'd be like, okay, listen, I'm not messing with you, Latoya. You, you so, telling me that you wouldn't try to push the team to do steel? 
I think I, I, I definitely sympathize with like Tara and uh, some of the others who were willing to do the steal. And I, I think that maybe I would be pushing for it, but I think that they're right that it's a long game. I think that being this cutthroat in this scenario where you live side by side and you could be at the, um, you know, on in the, the crosshairs of somebody else later on, if, especially if they know you're the one who was pushing for it. Um, like, well, yeah, he was the one that was pushing for you guys not to, to be on slop all week. That was him. I didn't want to go along with it, right? That's easily something that can come back to bite you. That does, And it doesn't really gain you much for the amount of capital you're going to spend to do it. So I, I think, um, I think ultimately it's the right, it is the right thing, but I wish, I wish we could see more of those moves, but there's just not enough incentive here. There's too much, there's too much to, to tr if you're smart about it, I think, <laughs> you know, unless you can convince them, well, it's all, it's all in good fun. It's all in the game. If you can convince everybody of that narrative, maybe. But I think that's sometimes a harder thing to do than than we think. I kind of wish that they just did a have not competition where it was like it doesn't even have to be long. It could be as long as this segment and um, people are individ individuals have to go for certain things. They can get food for the house or they can um, get advantages for themselves. It might be a little bit too early for something like that, especially going to the POV. Uh, but uh, stuff like that, just to kind of you know, butt heads and I have people talking about who, who did that, who went for the advantage, who, who um, put us in a position for slop. Like if they had a challenge, just my scenario, let's say it's um, a Sudoku puzzle, right? I know it's not impressive, but like you can replace Sudoku with any other challenge. And is you can either go for something that could be a luxury for the house. You can go where it can cause, um, for the other team, one member of the team will have to go on slop, um, or you can go for an advantage for yourself, right? So at the end of the competition, there's going to be a count, and you're going to say, well, team defender has two people that need to go on slop, and the whole household got five items, luxury items, and then, um, you know, that's it. And then so you're doing the math in your head. You're like, wait, if... Uh, two people go on a slop and we have five luxury things. That means out of seven, we have what? Uh, uh, six people um, who, sorry. Yeah, six people who who went for advantages. Who are those six people? And just to start questioning, even in your own team, because then you don't have the entire team going um, for the luxury prize. You don't have the entire team going for a slop for the other team. It just like, who doesn't feel safe? Right. Oh, I think that there's always that. Like, who doesn't feel safe, or who who appears not to um, feel like they're in danger, and who's way too paranoid. And I think that 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 there's always going to be those two extremes, and people are always going to be looking for what those two extremes are. In the case of who is the most paranoid, clearly, like Kiefer and Josh tonight were portrayed as our two, like, uh oh, uh, because they were very worried. Especially Kiefer was very uh, troubled by the fact that Austin won this HOH tonight. Because uh, he never talked game with her, I, I, like again, like I never, I have no sympathy for this argument. I have no sympathy for whenever it's made. Like, like you have to talk. There's only 13 other people in that house with you. Like, if you can't find time to talk game with all of them, even if it's like varying degrees of realness, then you're then you're you're lazy or you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Uh, quite frankly, uh, you know, I guess that there's some there's always gonna be somebody at the bottom of that of that. Um, hierarchy for you you know people that you're closer to versus you're not as close to there's always going to be that but you have to have a, 
like you don't want to be the one that's that's obviously like oh no and don't be telling everybody that too because then they're going to feed into it so it's almost like that fear is contagious um people will be like yeah yeah Kiefer's worried oh yeah he doesn't and then austin kind of will feel that too even if she, if she wasn't already and 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 that will be will just take on its, its own so Kiefer, i don't feel did himself any favors here but um before we get into that just i want to just the challenge itself did you like this challenge tonight no i'm not a fan <laughs> I, I i feel like this is for the first hoh this shouldn't be the competition um it was very interesting i thought like so you had to hold this 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 um it was like a an art it looked like archery but it was really just a balance competition we had to you know put the balls on there there were balls uh puns galore i don't know if you picked yes. up on this Jamil, but there were a lot of ball puns a as lot a, about as austin a, as a student of jeff probes of course i noticed all the ball puns all of them <laughs> come on in guys yeah Coming in with all the balls. Uh, Austin was saying, you don't realize how heavy the balls are. There was uh, balls, puns galore. Um, uh, Josh was on the balls. There was all the balls. Uh, I just thought it cut, but I did think this competition, like just at the beginning when they had the two shots of like all the defenders and all the destiny kind of st standing there in like a, like a series of poses, like a, in this pose, holding it up. This looked cool for a moment. Mm -hmm. The moment passed, but for a moment I was like, this looked, this looked pretty cool. Um, I just, I just feel like two kind of physical challenges back to back just seems, I, I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm, I'm just not a fan, especially if it's going to be the first HOH, you've already given a team an advantage. Now you have like a second advantage now for a team that in more or less what we can see in terms of balance seems a lot more physical than the other one, right? That has the disadvantage currently. Yeah, you think it may be okay. I get your point that a mental competition seems more fitting here. This is a second of the... Or a carnival the, game. Or a carnival game. Carnival game, a game of chance, sure. Mm -hmm. uh, something that's maybe a little bit more uh, skill-based or even have a degree of randomness. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I, I get that point, but they went for something more physical. I guess that... But I think that ties into this team thing. And I think that they're... It's almost like they're creating a mechanism to justify keeping the strong players around instead of targeting the strong players early. Which I guess could be the uh, the approach if, but how many strong players have been eliminated in the last like seasons of Big Brother? Never, how it's never done because it's always the fear is you're going to take the shot, but then they're going to turn around when H2H and put you up. And so but... we're in a scenario where they're they're protecting the strong, um, because they're afraid that they're going to be eliminated. If they were in teams, I don't think Jetson or any of the strong people would be up for elimination. I think the people that we'd be looking to vote out are the people that would have been voted out. Very, very, very possible here. Um, it's not that hard with it just being Julie at this moment, but still. Right. But it's interesting, again, like the competition doesn't come down to maybe the obvious. They're, they're physical competitions, but they weren't like the, 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 the most physical, big, strong, muscular guys, Jetsons and, and Tashawn, or Ty, as he's now known, I think. Um, what it could be any it's whatever like it's, come on it's whatever but uh it, it, it came down to austin and beth versus latoya and brayden in this uh and ultimately austin versus latoya and this went on for a bit uh kiefer was chirping on austin this would come back to <laughs> be the the just the cause or like just a good a, an easy reason for austin to use to nominate kiefer tonight um 
But this deal that they try to make, Latoya and Austin both both want HOH. Neither wants to kind of give it up. And uh, Latoya sort of makes a deal, but not really. What? How did you? Uh, what, was this good gameplay by Latoya? It's always good gameplay when you're in the final, like the final breath of it. Like there's unless you you feel like you have a massive advantage where you're not going to be you're not going to be put in a position like unless they want to take a shot of the weakest person um, at the strongest person from that group. And in my opinion, it is Latoya from uh, team defender. Uh, There's no reason why you wouldn't just do that. You can always renege, you know, if you're Austin, you can renege. It's like, I don't have that many um, options and um, you can turn around and say, Hey, I'm going to, put you i'm not going to put you up but unfortunately due to circumstances i have to back there are you right i um or i gave you a fighting chance because i put you up because I, I you would tell her beforehand obviously if you have to do it but you can totally it's the second week like you totally can re- renege right I, you could I, you could if you had to and you yeah. could justify it, especially in this team setting and i'm doing it for my team and what I, there's ways to spin this for sure yeah. um but then it's also long-term reputation i think too and how much people trust you especially with the way that um that, that julie went out here and you know what the narrative was around her whether she could be trusted or not and there's also josh he's not trustworthy did you and, did you list any interviews about from julie um her exit I did. I watched the Taryn Armstrong Julie oh uh, exit interview. It is. I I, I feel bad that I um, picked her. <laughs> I feel yeah, bad. Yeah. Okay. Because it seemed yeah. it seemed like she was honestly missing some tools to be successful in this game. Um, what did I write down here? Uh, didn't have a good sense of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, says um, if she was up, she would have put up Josh and Latoya. I'm like, what? What like I know like you're angry at Josh because you felt like he somehow kind of betrayed you more or less. But like if you were if you were HOH, you would not put up Josh. There's no way. If if we should, you know whether I, I Julie, I my read on Julie, especially post uh, exit interviews and things like that, is that Julie just isn't that like aware of what's going on around her. Um, but Dave. They're on the same team. There's no, like, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. No, she couldn't have put them up. But Julie was just mad that she's the first out. And it, she she was like, no, Josh is the, it was like it was like the two people at the bottom of the social pecking order were fighting over who was going to be on the bottom. Instead of uniting and be, having each other's backs, like, would have been advantageous to each other, even if one goes out. Like, um they, the, Julie just didn't didn't look good all around. I don't I don't think the way she whether you like Josh or not is kind of beside the point. Oh yeah, is, it, yeah. He's he's he's. Not, I don't know. If he's not, he's an interesting guy, uh, and we'll talk about his version. What he's been but, up to on the live feeds. But. but Dave, let me ask you a question: If it was anyone else besides Julie against Josh, you would think that Josh would be gone because they would have like like a sense of how the game plays to rally people to yes, get people it wouldn't to like, take that much. Yeah. You wouldn't need, yeah, you're right. But the tools, <laughs> Julie, Julie just wasn't, she wasn't comprehending well enough of what was going on around her in terms of the social dynamics. She had, she, she, she had her version of, of, of events and what, what the status quo was, wasn't quite, um, 
on point. Like she, it just it happens. It's, there, there's always kinds of players who, especially in the pre seasons, they look like they're like, well, these this person's got it all. Like they're 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 charismatic. They 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 got a great intro package. They seem to really do well in life and be successful. But then they get in the house and for whatever reason, this is just not the environment where where they're able to like they're able to pick up on those things and read those things maybe because they don't need to all the time in their everyday life. Maybe they just deal with sincere people. <laughs> and when they have to deal with less sincere people, it just doesn't work so well. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. Like that's kind of the fun of the game. Uh, yeah. That's what casting kind of does. And Note number one. Number one, but uh, but yeah. So Austin wins this whole HOH. Um, I thought that I thought if Latoya, once she kind of knew she wasn't gonna be able to hold on and win, I think she should have just flat out made the deal. I just just made it look like she dropped on purpose, you know. And but I th- that was my only criticism of this. Uh, if you're going to lose, just make sure you Wait, get. It. You cannot drop out of this. Your team is already down, and you can already see the morale is low. You have to like lose. You cannot like give up because if you give up they're like well latoya gave up like she made a deal with you and threw Mm -hmm. us to the wolves to austin whereas like she tried valiantly and she lost unfortunately we're back into the middle of things it's two different narratives and it would have given austin the ability to like renege for sure against um latoya it's like hey you know this is a team portion of the game and you kind of looked out for yourself and for your um, team under the bus um unfortunately the house wants you to be up for elimination right um not right. knowing exactly the dynamics of latoya in the house but still um or toya now that i hear uh, toya <laughs> i i well they were saying that in the the episode um everyone's gonna mm. shorten short name we got ty we got toya baby know, cakes for beth baby cakes who is who's yeah i wrote that down who beth. said baby cakes oh but who uh, called kyle. Beth baby? kyle 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 i wasn't sure if it was rohan or kyle <laughs> rohan ain't calling nobody baby cakes right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah rohan seems to be kyle's like sidekick playing cool <laughs> yes <laughs> yes uh yeah, just okay. So I got here. Austin, my question kind of was, did Latoya make the deal? I, I I agree with you, Jamil, that I think that yeah, uh, the Latoya couldn't be shown throwing it into for her team. It would have been suicide. Um, so she had to try to win to the end. So this whole like thing, but them trying to get each other to throw it was kind of a moot point then. Yeah, like, because they're never gonna do that. Um, and then Kiefer is mopey. Is my next note. Just Kiefer, oh, you know, and I, this is where I tuned in on the live feeds the other night, uh, right after on uh, Thursday. Um, I was kind of seeing what was going on. Uh, I, I, this is where I first got the idea that Kiefer was not necessarily as liked or as in great of a position as maybe we had thought going into into the live feeds. And it, I think it had something to do with this fact that Austin won the HOH, the fact that he was calling out or trying to uh distract her or get her to lose and that's an easy reason for austin to nominate him so there could have been i think all those things the fact that defenders and there's only six choices for austin to put up anyway so um Kiefer and josh being those two that we'll see it here at the end but let's let's wait till the live feeds on, on that point yes we'll get fully into the, the live feeds but yeah that was kind of what i was sensing there too um, and just kind of seeing Latoya and her 
Latoya, I, I'm trying to figure out if she's in a great position in this house or not. Like, I think she's she might. She's in a great position. She like people uh, are saying that Beth is kind of in a good position. Um, I think Latoya is in a good position because either she's working with people or they're afraid of her. Right. And not afraid True. of her. Like they're like, if we're going to take a shot, we got to make sure we have the votes. Right. Kind of talk. Right. Where it's like. Um, I don't think we have the votes this week, so we gotta we gotta leave it alone. We don't even want her to sniff that we are interested in in her, right? Uh, that that's a lot of power, right? Would you say Latoya reminds you of uh, Vanessa from BB Seventeen, um, who was like sort of kind of I I think like that's how I would describe her as someone you're either working with or you're too afraid to go against. Um, minus the manic <laughs> type. Of minus the manic. <laughs> panics and like yeah like just going after people she's not going to be crying in the room every you know five minutes no right? her approach like is a... different she's more like confrontational she, and comes at you and more direct she's such a cop i don't know why people aren't yelling cop at her <laughs> <laughs> like even i would think she's a cop stands, right she's walking in like back straight like chest out like she's a peacock like she like this yeah, is you are either a cop or you're the superintendent of like the uh she looks like she's sizing up everyone all right like i feel like she's just ready to, to throw down right yes yes I, <laughs> I i i feel that i just watching her on camera i'm like oh don't scoop. mess with her scoop inside scoop yeah. not inside spoilers scoop. she's I, no baby cakes no she's no baby <laughs> i i know someone who knows her or has interacted with her repeatedly wasn't LaToya. a perp latoya wasn't a okay. perp and they said um the if you feel that she has a very kind of not pleasant attitude well it ain't for the show it's real Scoop. oh i know yeah i i, I have I'm a really good sense of who latoya is how she is in real life how she's playing this game she's not that hard to read although i think that that's her strength is that she's not hard to read you kind of know what's on her mind you know it's how she deals with things and she's kind of a no-nonsense person you're right like how they're not reading cop if not already i wonder if they will come to this realization um or not we'll see it depends how good Latoya. in your opinion if you found out she was a cop let's say week three are you looking to vote her yes. out um <laughs> did you say just yes immediately i'm thinking about it i i like, like i would strongly consider it because i just think the cops in these not just in big brother but in these reality shows in general tend to do well just because they they tend to have like sort of an authoritative leadership uh esque sense to them they know how to rally people it's part of their training generally speaking so they want like you know like the tonys uh and and the officer sarah's you know <laughs> officer uh, sarah <laughs> i feel like a succubus i'm sucking the energy out of them and i'm getking stronger i love it <laughs> a succubus <laughs> um derek derek cops are yeah, there's Derek from BB16. Like, like, not always. Sometimes they come in and they're they're not effective. But I think that Latoya it, it seems like more like a Derek, more like a Tony or a Sarah who can kind of come in here and use these skills to their advantage. Um, if they can't freak everybody out, you know, sort of by um, scaring them into thinking that they're too authoritative and there's no way I can go against them, so I have to backdoor them at the right time. Like Latoya, some you take out in a double eviction. 
Like yeah. she, that's she's to me, she's not somebody I think I would want to hatch a plan against to get out in a standard week unless it was really early and I, I knew I had the votes. It's backdoor and you have the votes. I'm not letting her sniff the veto at all. Yeah. Yeah, I would. But I, I can't it. win if I can't play. You can't win if you can't play. Very true. Like, there's uh, no way. There's no way. I think she would beast through it. She would reveal herself, but she would beast through it for sure. And you would be gone the next week. Yeah, I'm curious to see like Latoya compete for her life or be, have her back against the wall and how she reacts to, in that kind of a situation. That's going to be the test when Latoya does have to face some adversity. But I think she is overall in a good place. Uh, it's or though or it seems to be, even though she's on this team that's lost two in a row. Yeah. Um, just want to talk about. Okay, we had the Austin's HOH room sequence. Woo! I, I can't stand people screaming like when they don't need to scream. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, what about all these? Uh, what about all these? Uh, these sequences we had tonight in the OLG uh, game room. Where they were sitting people down for some serious talks about who was going to be nominated, but then it was just it was just a scare moment, Jamil. It was just it was just they're putting scary. a lot of work for uh, Victoria in terms of like likability. They want people to like her a lot. That work, like she's putting in work in terms of like being a featured person on this show. Victoria got a lot of airtime tonight. She even got to go to Wendy's. Um, it was there was a lot going on. She uh, had the Asiago uh, you know, Asiago chicken, chicken. Um, Asiago chicken baked potato. I, I'm I'm not a fan of Wendy's um, beef patties. Uh, I, I can't stand it. Asiago okay. chicken is where it's at for me personally. So uh, no- yeah, I like I like the I like the Wendy's beef patty. It's the never frozen, you know. It's uh, it's got some 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 virtues, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's also a little different. It's a different texture, I find too. Yeah. Than 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 some of the other ones, maybe for better or worse. Are, but, you, are you beef patty? Are you Wendy's beef patty, dude? Do you like it? I like it, but I wouldn't say it's my favorite of the fast foods. I'd say maybe the I I, I you know, like I like the McDonald's still, believe it or not. Like, um, hey, you, you know, know, I like cardboard too. It's cool. Yeah, with the the pickles and you eat the sauces, but you know it's uh it. But I I do the keto style now, so it's 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 a whole different it's a whole different mess. Yeah, but uh yeah, like we were talking about Victoria and all these these. I guess we're gonna continue to get these moments. I think it's part of the sponsorship because that's just kind of the part of Canadian game shows. Everybody, we have paid sponsorship. Like the sponsors get integrated into these rooms into these uh hoh and veto competitions and whatever and that's it's all i think it's fine like you you would see like the same thing in like the canadian version of wipeout or the canadian version of are you smarter than a, a grade fiver as we call it <laughs> <Great> um, <fire. laughs> so what you're grade. telling me is strategy to get more feature time on television find the sponsorship room and just roll in there have wacky hijinks in there so you can kind of yes that's all this was they were like hey cast just go in there and like do some stairs in the room it's fun it will make the sponsor happy i and i keep trying to wrap my head around this idea that olg sponsored this room which is the ontario lottery and gaming um corporation because obviously this is a nationwide show but ontario lottery is specific to just the province of ontario but it is a third of the country in ontario so um it's good but enough i think you can still win outside of the province though oh is that true well maybe that's awareness that uh, that they've they've raised here then maybe that it's even i'm in marketing so i have an appreciation for this but i was uh I, if that's the case then 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 my because it's void, I think but... you can you can just buy your tickets online so oh that's a little sus sus <laughs> sus 
<laughs> uh, we, we here I wrote down the baby cakes thing. Rohan <laughs> Rohan doesn't trust baby cakes or, or Austin. Um, you know, and and uh, I feel like Rohan's trying to keep Kyle away from these uh, the ladies. He's he's like, no, no, Kyle, stay focused. No showmances. Yeah. And we we found that there wasn't a lot of showmances. There's maybe to Sean and Beth or to Sean and baby cakes. Um, and then we have uh, potentially what was the other one that might be happening? Um, what you it, mean, J- Jed and Victoria? Jed and Victoria, gonna... but there's also maybe J- Jed and Austin is maybe a possibility. But also Jed and Brayden is also a possibility, or is that just? I think that. <laughs> no, I, think, I, don't I, don't think, I don't think that's a possibility. That's headcanon, dude. That's that's head-cannon. what Brayden would hope for. Yeah. Um, um, Austin and uh, Kyle. Yeah, I I think that it's I I think that Beth, aka Baby Cakes. I got it. Stop. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> the, I'm probably never gonna reference it after this after week. tonight, but yeah. I, or I'm gonna only do it from now on. But uh, I think with her, she's kind of this interesting player because I think that like Austin is a unique player too in the fact that she's kind of in this place where she's aligning with people like Brayden who. He's not the typical like sort of alpha alliance kind of um, alliance member. Like he's sort of I, I, I we read him as more of an outcast or somebody who wouldn't necessarily fit in in the preseason. He's doing a much better job of uh, of connecting with the house and sort of being in than I thought he would. He's uh, obviously with Austin. It's fortunate that Austin's the HOH. You know, coming off this week where he was also kind of aligned with Julie, but Julie went out here so uh, maybe the fact that julie's gone sometimes that can help you because people feel you're less of a threat because your person or one of your alliance members is gone now so you're less of a of a, of a priority versus other things that now have to be done um what what do you think of of, of the, these dynamics and like wh- so where this could go last week we saw austin and, and brayden together with julie and I think that it really shows that that group wasn't really a group, especially in the eyes of the the actual entire cast. Um, uh, you heard that like Brayden and Julie were really close, and um, even um, uh, um, this is slight spoilers, but it isn't really a spoilers. It's information that was revealed um, over the course of conversations in um, in live feeds, but. Actually, Victoria, it, it, it isn't it isn't a spoiler. You could okay, okay, okay. Victoria was actually really close to Julie as well, right? So it was Brayden and Julie and Victoria and Julie. Um, but it wasn't really shown on the air. So Julie did have some relationships, but it didn't necessarily pan out. So that doll group was just kind of people hanging out and it got a segment, right? But you can see from that that. Austin trusts Brayden and and pulled him into her like her inner circle that she seemingly has with Beth. You can just see a, a, re, a like a relaxed type of attitude um, when conversing um, with with them, uh, and when you you're seeing um, her interact with other people like Keither was so awkward that that conversation was like. You can just see from body language, even from Kiefer. Kiefer didn't have any, like, it didn't seem like he was relaxed or trusted her. 
Whereas Josh <laughs> kind of looks like a, a sick dog and just kind of just lies there and <laughs> <laughs> gives up everything in terms of like he has no shame, right? He just He's wants like, belly rub, right? Uh, I know, I know you're gonna throw me on the block, <laughs> but maybe I won't be the target. That's a little sus. Little sus. Yeah, um, sus. and Rohan at least looks like he's a competent player. Like from his videos, he does not seem like the egotistical, arrogant, jerky. I think he has a, a lot of a lot more self awareness. And uh, I freely admit that I I misjudged his abilities. Um, being um my worst my uh, my worst um pick of the um the draft, I felt that he was. Uh, I think that he he might um, he might make it to week five. Week five is my uh, prediction for Rohan. I don't see him lasting long, but good for him. I think Rohan's one of these guys who could be dragged a little further than we think. He's sort of like he's definitely a low. He's like obviously in the conversation because Defender has only had these limited number of people eligible for eviction both weeks so far. And yeah. he he doesn't have he, he the closest one he seems to be with is Kyle. I even wrote down here is are Rohan and Kyle a pair? I don't even quite know, but if they are, um, or if, if Ky- I don't I'm not, who else is Kyle potentially aligned with? He would seem to be aligned with like the Tashans and the Jetson uh, group. Yeah, that seems, but we don't see a lot of that on the show. We don't really know how close he is with baby cakes. Um, and we don't, <laughs> and we, take and a we shot, don't, everyone. Take the shot, take the shot in the comments, please. Uh, <laughs> Um, but they were, he's trying, Rohan's trying to pull at least Kyle away from Austin and Beth and the ladies don't go there. Uh, he was, um, but then we also saw here that Austin and Baden, Braden and Beth, they don't, uh, they want to nominate Latoya was kind of what their thought was here tonight. So we talked about how Latoya was in this great place, but Latoya's name was getting thrown out here by these three. What, so is that is that my, how does that bode well with no power they're being talked about with people with no power if josh was saying that he wanted to get latoya out like latoya would kind of just snicker and laugh but austin has power austin doesn't have power like the only power austin has is to put up nominations once his nominations that, that's power and then once those nominations are set she has more than enough votes to make sure she doesn't get voted out True, true. Yeah, that. But even going up at all is always not a good prospect because now you have a. There's a possibility things can shift. You know, even under a false narrative, we know how quickly things can shift. So, I, I, I don't think you ever want. Like, yes, a good player can go up and survive such a thing, and and if you do, great. It, it would only do well for Latoya's like resume, if you will. But, um, I don't think you want that to happen unless it has to. Like, if if Latoya goes up. She will most likely survive. And then the conversation will be for the next couple of weeks. Anytime our names are bandied about is, hey, I was already on the block. I survived. Um, why don't you put someone else up? Right. And she'll say, I already did my time on the block. True. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. Like if you're going to go on the block, especially go up early. Uh, and get and if you especially if you know you can survive it. But there has to be someone bigger next to you, a bigger target. I think it's probably Josh at this point because everybody will go, yeah, I guess Josh can go um, because he's not really ingratiating himself with anybody else. Nobody would want to get too close with Josh now because being he's sort of a pariah in the house. So, Did you, did you not see the reaction Austin had when 
Josh went to congratulate her on winning and she was like doing everything she possibly could to get away from this man and he had to walk <laughs> in the other <laughs> Okay, I gotta figure out because I didn't I didn't talk about the live feeds that much, but when I turned on the live feeds the other night, like they're all like sitting around talking about after this competition, and Josh, I could just hear Josh talking about like sex, gay like like all kinds of things being a bottle, like it was like in-depth stuff and this is what came on right at the beginning of the live feeds i was like whoa josh this is more depth than i was prepared to die it was like the first five minutes i'm watching the feeds and i was like okay i, I bet I, if we we get information like if we go through the feeds in terms of his conversations i bet it's going to be a lot of things like that and not mm -hmm. really going to be something that kind of connects individuals like victoria's conversation about the um you know foster. growing up in foster care that's something that connects people right not like yes i, I just don't people. i don't think josh's in-depth in, like like graphic descriptions maybe some people enjoy talking about some such things but i don't think it's everybody's cup of tea i couldn't tell who he was talking to at the moment i, I thought maybe he was talking to austin actually and i don't i don't i i, I, I don't know if she what her standpoint but i gotta look into that more um she has and, never had a boyfriend yeah yeah so maybe i don't know i'm gonna move on um with uh with this whole okay we had this whole thing where they they the two captains had to be called out uh kiefer and uh i'm sorry was it tina tina right yeah and uh they had to pick um uh, this this whole like it was kind of like in the dark night where the two ships the joker gives them both the key to blow each other up there's like the, the convicts versus the like the the, just the regular civilians the on regular the other boat mites yeah, yeah, the Gothamites, and which one? If they destroy the other, they'll live. And but if neither of them do, they'll both blow up or something. And it was kind of like that scenario, and it kind of played out the same way, where they were like, "No, you know, they haven't blown us up, and we won't blow them up." The the, the blowing up in this metaphor would having to be eat slop for a week, and the reward was you got like a nice dinner together, or you got like. So it is. If both people pick slop, then um, sorry. If both people pick steel then they all get slop. If one picks steel and the other one puts share, then the person who puts share would get slop, and the person who got steel would get an advantage and get a luxurious meal and also um, great groceries for the week. And if both picks uh, share, then they would get PB&J and milk and cookies for the week. Okay, and that's ultimately what happened. So they all got PB&J and milk and cookies for the week. Which is very interesting because... Um, I know you'd never watch Big Brother um, season one, but yeah. they didn't have slop. Instead of slop, they had PB&J sandwiches. They had to change to slop because people were eating the PB&J so much that they had like sugar crashes and it would like mess up the fees. Like people were lethargic. So they switched, <laughs> they switched to slop. Right. That's, That's the story. Cool. So they don't have that anymore. No. Yeah. So they when and the slop is. This slop looked different than the American slop. I got to tell you, we, we didn't talk about that much in the other episode. It's but. the same thing, dude. It is. It's oatmeal. It's it's, it's oatmeal it's protein powder, right? Is yeah, all it is? It's classic oats. So it just matters how it's kind of put together. It looked like it was bigger oats, right? And they kind of loaded up on the protein powder, honestly. Um, Can it be it, that bad? Can it like... It's like... not that bad. It's It's not that bad. It's kind of... You would have to put add flavor to it, and that's what they're they're kind of talking about, like Kiefer doing weird stuff to to kind of try to make it taste good. 
Um, yeah, but it is. Like, it's exactly you can, what you think it is. It's just yeah, I get it. it's it's like eating cardboard or uh, even more than like a, um, a McDonald's <laughs> patty, perhaps. Um, but yeah, like okay, like I. But I think that this this whole sequence tonight, just because of how it played out, okay, interesting experiment. We the I don't think they should if this is going to repeat itself in any way i think that just you, you, you know, can't do it again you can't do it again. don't do this again yeah it uh cut it, it, you pick some time here but i'd rather see more of these conversations um you know it was interesting to see like yeah like tara and uh and the other the others be a little bit more vicious but um we also yeah we talked about victoria was on the show quite a bit tonight she talked with uh with sean or ty about her you know growing in foster care uh, I I grew I met around I met some other kids growing up who lived in foster care group homes. I know it's not uh, it's a, it's not fun, um, and uh, you know it was um, you know like I I, I I do I do think that these reality shows when they do connect me with these who these people really are and their stories and their things like that I I, I do enjoy it like because I feel like this is a show about people and 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 specifically this Canadian version I kind of Canadians and she's just she's from Hamilton she's just from the next city over for me so. Um, it was, uh, did you enjoy this, this sequence with her? Like uh, it was a little less of the party Victoria, a little bit more of the, of the human Victoria. I, I think that they have a lot of hopes for her and that's why you see that much focus. She is one of the people who are in charge of the narration of this season. So they already have her put in place. They, they've kind of put that she's fun and at the same time she has depth and she is, uh, good at competitions because she won the first competition. Um, she her name is not really being bandied about of anything negative being said um, about her. So I think that they have high hopes for her. Um, I once the team game is over, I don't necessarily know where she'll be. Yeah, I just don't know if she's got the. Um... I just don't know if people are going to want to rely on her. Unless she, keeps winning, uh, unless she keeps winning, unless she keeps winning competitions. Yeah, I, I, I think she's fun to be around. I, I, you know, it's going to come down to whether they like, whether you go to some with, with, versus somebody else. I think like Victoria is a good option to keep as an alliance member and somebody you can work with uh, long term. I think that's how I would be looking at her if I was in the house, uh, and I could form some kind of connection with her. But um, I might be more inclined to work with somebody like Austin even. Or or somebody um, like certain players, like even Jetson, or just people. I thought I might just think are a little bit more boring, but a little maybe a little less like gossipy, a little a little less uh, likely to maybe spread information. I just I just feel like if I had a choice, and let's say that um, Austin, um, Victoria, and Latoya all won the same amount of of uh, of. Of, of challenges at HOHs, I would think that I could beat Victoria more than I can beat the other two. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's not just, not because it seems like she's less physical or less capable. I think that in a battle of personalities, I think that Victoria is more likely to do something that's grating on people that people won't be able to get over as opposed to Austin, who, who seems very reserved in terms of the, the image that she's putting out versus mm -hmm. Latoya. That is very matter of fact, <laughs> the term that he used. Um, I, I, 
I think people will, unless Latoya does something where her integrity is questioned, I, I, I don't want to see her in the end, nowhere near the end. So I think Victoria would be the person that I would want to align with because I feel like there is more options in terms of me uh, <laughs> getting rid of. Oh. I have to turn off that. It's it's a setting when someone oh, no. tweets something. It will turn off eventually. No worries. Um, yeah, well, I, I so Victoria and whether, yeah, somebody, well, okay, who would be likely to be annoyed by her in this house? Who do you think doesn't enjoy living with Victoria? Uh, oh, who doesn't like living with Latoya? Victoria. Victoria? <laughs> oh, Victoria. Latoya. Oh, who, okay. You're saying who would be, oh, you know what? Both work. Whatever they, direction. They, they mutually dislike each other, you're yes. saying. Okay. And they don't like living with each other. And once one can get the other out, they will. I believe so. Okay. Okay. So let's keep an eye on that because they're not on the same team. No, they're not on the same team. They're but Latoya has Latoya has connections. And I think they are competing for some of the same alliance members. I think that's what I think that's kind of the story of the season. I think this 14 number cast is actually good because I think we're seeing more people trying to gather numbers from the same places versus like a 16 person season where I guess that there's, there's a couple of weeks of just like, I don't know, we got to get out so-and-so, but I feel like there's, there's just not as many people going around here. I think so. it's going to be a tight narrative. What we're going to see there is a tight narrative. It's not going to like, they're going to hit jury so quick. Right. And yeah. you're going to see, there's not going to be that slog where it's like how many days until jury. Oh, it's not this one. I think it's. I don't think we're going to get triple ev eviction this season. Um, no, I think no. I, I, you know, we, I, I think we'll be lucky if we see one double. Yeah, I think one double, which is fine to me, just as long as it's more or less in the middle. Um, but like, I better. This is the type of season, especially with the amount of people that you kind of put put a little bit more effort in the challenges. I better see a pressure cooker. If I don't see a pressure cooker this season, I will be disappointed. Yeah. Pressure cooker is one of my favorite competitions in all of reality television. I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to see, like, you'll see, like, uh, Victoria and Latoya and, uh, you know, some, some of these alphas really pushing themselves because they don't want to lose, especially if it's near, like, a pivotal moment, right? I'm I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, like I, uh, yeah, I just, I agree with you. Um, <laughs> I was like, I don't have a great, I don't have a great uh, comment back on that, but I'm with that. I'm with you on all of that. Um, we talked about Victoria. We talked about her foster conversation. We talked about her getting the Asiago chicken sandwich. We talked about um, she also her foster mom always got the baked potato. Baked potato. All the fixes. I can smell it. I sure can. <laughs> um, oh, we uh, we talked about this whole who's kind of loving who. Okay, and do will we see the Beth to Sean showman's become a thing? Is or I, do you think? I, I, I think lock it in. I think lock, lock it in. in. Ship that. Yeah, I I don't ship it, but I think it's it's definitely a thing. Um, I I, I think I'm, it's I'm, definitely I'm, a thing. I, are you I, digging I, Beth? Am I digging her? Like, would I have a showmance with her? Is that what you're asking? Or no? Sorry, Dave. 
Dave, you are happily. Of married. course, I married. I think I thought you were speaking hypothetically, but uh, <laughs> are you digging like, her overall, like in terms as a player? Like, yeah, I don't know it. what to. I think so. I think that uh, Beth has. I think that she seems to be well liked in the house, and I think she seems to have a lot of connections, and so I think that that she's probably in a decent enough spot. I what I've seen of Beth is is been all good. I haven't seen anything that has made me dislike her or say uh, that's not great for you. Or I don't think you have a future here. So. So yeah, I think that's that's a solid pick. I can't remember who owns her in the pool, uh, but not, hmm? <laughs> not, not you, not, not you. <laughs> no, I, I think Beth. I, I Beth. I think is one of the uh, the better uh, players. Beth is um, owned by Jen. She was Jen. taken ninth overall in our draft. Yeah, seems like a good pick now. Yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Like I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. It helps that her team has just been. Dominant. I think all these destiny players look really great right now because they can play so comfortably. They they don't have to worry at all about being a renom at all. Like they can just the, the whole, they have the, they've had two weeks off basically, right? Yeah. Having this this safety. So once well once those players who have had safety for so long are finally in danger, then we'll see what yeah. kind of players they are. Do you, you know? think in the fourth week they're going to have it? So if let's say Team Destiny wins, then the cap whoever is hoh has to pick someone from their team to be on the block well i think like especially if destiny were to win this three in a row um like a a gonging if you will then okay like i think you you can end this team twist probably after three weeks and then hope hope because you're kind of kind of create a de facto minority just in whoever was on that team that was not doing as well because people want to stick with the comfortable hey we were safe for all those weeks let's keep that going that was working um that would just be natural for the majority and once that that's what the house will now want mm-hmm. effectively because that's a collective will so yeah i i um i i don't think so <laughs> overall but okay okay uh tina we didn't talk much about her She's on the show. She's on the show. She wanted to win HOA. She didn't. That's it. Um, <laughs> Austin, we talked about Latoya. We talked about a lot. Tashawn, yeah. a little bit. Kiefer, enough. Uh, we went over Julie. I still like Kiefer. I still like if Kiefer gets eliminated, I will be sad. Me too. But I, I, I'm, I'm this. I'm not liking Kiefer as much uh, as I did uh, from what I've seen here. Just like, but also to your earlier point, saying about how you don't feel bad for him because um, he never talked game with Austin. Austin never talked game with him either. So mm-hmm. I, I felt that if he approached the conversation, <laughs> not already kind of defeated, but like a little bit more upbeat or like kind of like bridging that relationship, it's like, hey, you know. Uh, well, you're HOH. We never really talk game. Like I haven't talked to you. You haven't talked to me. Let Let's change that. Let's Let's you know swap ideas, as opposed to like coming in with his tail between his legs, kind of like mopey. Um, his body language where he's like not on the bed, but kind of on the bed. Like he's just about to like jump off and like head to the door in case something happens. It just it was a very he had very terrible body language which he needs to change because he looks like he's like going to die like uh i completely agree Kiefer's body language in this house is very very bad i don't know if he's aware of it 
Um, he, he doesn't do it all the time. He, he does it in certain at certain times. I, clearly when he's uncomfortable, when he's not feeling mm-hmm. pretty good in a situation. I, maybe he's I don't know why how why he acts this way but it's 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 uh it's not serving his game very well is, is sort of the net result here and yeah um i hope he can kind of get over that i i what i observed in those live feeds of him was just that he's a bit defensive he's not necessarily going to deal with adversity super well um or what a role with the, sort of like being on the block um we're gonna see wednesday sort of how he how they're gonna show that on the show how he kind of reacts to being nominated how he'll how he'll feel about that? How he's going? What he will and will not say about his fellow nominee Josh uh, throughout the course of this, and how the veto is going to play out. But yeah, yeah, um, Kiefer has got got some work. It's great that he's popular and he had this captain thing, but I don't know if uh, if it's going to be enough to win the game right now. I bet not- Suzette was popular too, but she got first <laughs> first eliminated. First situational, she was. Second eliminator, right? Yeah, sometimes being popular means nothing in terms of longevity in this game. Yeah. We talked about Beth. Uh, we talked about Victoria. Jetson. Everyone seems to love Jetson. Mm. Everyone. Love me. Not you, but Jane owns him in the draft. And uh, Jed, I, everyone either wants to be in a relationship with him or an alliance with him or both. Um, Tara, I, I, that, we didn't see a ton of her tonight. Um, she seems to be liked, but not necessarily in with the main, like, I think buzz of the game. I don't think I'm not liking, and I, she's not in enough conversations. I don't think. Um, and I don't, I, I own her in the draft. I'm not feeling super confident about Tara at this time. Well, if she's not a main target then, um, or in negative conversations, you know, be, laying low at the beginning of the game, not necessarily the worst thing. It's not the worst thing. Yeah, I just, in terms of, like, we'll see. Like, I think her stock is low right now, but I think, like, she could go high. Her her potential to 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 rise up is is very good. Her downside is almost not non-existent at the moment. Yeah. Um, Rohan, we t- Rohan's kind of like this, he's kind of like a floater sort of a, uh, sidekick that has attached himself to Kyle, although I'm not sure who Kyle's attached to or what Kyle's doing or what agency he has. But uh, Rohan is um, is there for the moment, and then and we as we mentioned, Braden, and there's just Braden left, and Braden, uh, as we said, he's doing better than we thought. Yeah, uh, he's got he's because of his connection with Austin here. I think he's he's looking better this week and has a position of of strength that he maybe wouldn't have if anybody else had won HOH. True. So good. So good for Brayden. Uh, and that that's all the cast. Um, we get these nominations. They were they were a little sus. Um who is okay, and I we can get into spoilers in a minute, but uh it, did you did you think this was the these were the right picks for Austin? It was the obvious she, picks. There was no other picks for her to take. Who like, else could she like her, her any her putting up Latoya here would have just been no, why she, bother? <laughs> Latoya would have came off the block and like eviscerated her the next next week. No, it would it would have been it wouldn't have been pretty. No, yeah. So uh, Jetson obviously there's no there's no there's no there's no good reason to do it. And who else is there left? Um, just Rowan. Braden, which is a person close, and and um, and Rohan, Rohan, yeah. who I think is like the 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 renom option right now i think yeah. if, if one of these two comes down key for josh i think rohan goes up i think that those three know that 
um, that they're sort of at the bottom of the pecking order, especially considering Austin's making those calling those shots. But uh, do we have any spoiler information, Jamil, to share? We do. Okay, well, let's 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 play the sound effect. Is we're going to talk about spoilers, and if you're leaving us at this part of the show, we hope you'll join us on uh, on Wednesday and talk about the veto episode where we're going to be co- covering these things. But we're just going to be kind of talking about who won the veto. What what can we kind of expect this week ahead? So here is your warning. I missed it. I missed yeah. that. All so, right, Jamil. Um, where do we start? Um, do we just cut the, cut the cord and just say who won the veto? I should say who was in the veto first, who was in the veto, who played. So, um, the people who were picked for the veto were, uh, Tara, Tina, Victoria, along with Josh and Kiefer, um, no HOH in the, um, in the veto. So that, that's, that's fitting with, that was what they, um, they they introduced that, introduced that in Big Brother Canada 8 for the all three weeks we got of that show, and uh, that the HOH doesn't compete in the veto. Do you like this? Um, once again, HOH after the noms has zero power. But Unless the but, but normal in the traditional Big Brother they would they would always yeah. play in the veto and they often win the veto, um, or at yep. least a good good amount of at least six uh, one out of six times the uh, at least. And um, and so this is a different twist on the Canadian version, but I think winning your safety is kind of the whole point, right? Yeah, or at least putting the pressure on the individuals who aren't on the are on the block to make a decision at, right. at the same time. So um, that's only five, good. just the yeah, five. It's only five. Uh, let's see: Tara, Tina, Victoria, Josh, and Kiefer. Okay, so okay, so um, and um, do we know anything about the competition? Um, uh, no, I don't. But I know who won. Okay, all right. Let's 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 get to it. Who won? Kiefer has secured safety oh! for the week. Oh, Kiefer. Yep. Oh, good old Kiefer. Okay, so Kiefer. Uh... That's a little sus. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he how did he do it. So okay, then is Rohan now the has to be? Uh, they haven't done noms yet. I believe it hasn't happened yet. Could it be anybody but Rohan? Honestly, for Austin, I don't think like that wouldn't be smart. I think she would get too much blood in her hands. It's you put up Rohan and you get rid of Josh. She was willing to put these people on slop just so she wouldn't have to renominate anybody, right? Like she entertained that prospect initially. She so, can kind of disperse the blame amongst the group, but when you're head of household and you're making that decision, when you're kind of forced to, literally, she has one person to choose from, unless she convinces the three others that are left over. Yeah, there's no incentive for her to do that. Yeah. To, well, and unless, yeah, like Jensen came to her and says, "Put me on the block." It will definitely be Josh who goes, and then I'll like win this. I'll win favor. But I think if I was Jensen, I, I don't think that would be a smart thing. I I, I think that the risk is not uh is not worth the reward the, the if you survive the week on the block yes it, it will pay off for you in the game you will likely um make it a jury or even beyond that without even having to face the block again because you can always say you did your time mm-hmm. but if you go up there and people go oh this is the week to get rid of jetson when are we gonna get another shot of jetson like i just think that that's um that, that's too likely so yeah so okay let's assume it's rohan and then is it 
Do you think it's Josh that will oh, so lock? <laughs> Josh is gone. He doesn't he has not built the relationships to be able to stay. Right. Mm-hmm. And if let's say by chance he forged uh relationships with um Austin, then who's in that group? It's Austin, Victoria, um was it uh Beth and uh and and Brayden where HOH can vote. So <laughs> like they're still left with like little to no power at all. Right. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Like, there's there's no, like who nobody benefits from keeping Josh in this game next week, right? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> no, he's he is packing your bags. He's gone unless someone like unless someone does something so stupid, right? And even then, if someone did something stupid, let's say it was uh, Tara did something stupid, she can't be nominated, right? So it doesn't matter. Right, you literally right. have like only four other options, three other options to choose from. Yeah, like even if like some like let's say yeah, Tara was to uh, like destroy all the food, or she was to do something that would hurt the entire house, she can't even be nominated. Like like even before the if she they could do the most idiotic thing before the nomination ceremony, it could hurt them next week, maybe, maybe not. So maybe not even then. So then it's kind of that's kind of like the. Um, the tough part about this is that maybe maybe it should just be the winning HOH, but it would, it would make no sense if you wanted to put up a member of your own team, right? Like, yeah, unless they're it, just detrimental to the team. Yeah, assuming that they were even to keep this team format into next season. Like, do you feel like it's working so far? Do you feel like this this uh, thing is? I think that it's going to be an acceptable. Uh, twist because it's not going to last long enough to impact the end game as much as it like could have. Yeah, it will depend how much more further they take it from here, and it will also depend on uh, like if if you get um if you get like a back and forth with the two teams winning, then it's probably fine. But the way this is going, okay. we need we need we need to see defender win. Anything else from the uh, the spoilers? Um, only for day one. So um, Josh was going to be eliminated last week. Um, but at the last minute, there was um, um, a blow up with Julie, and um, was it Latoya was the one who was the driving force to get uh, Julie eliminated. She did not have a conversation with Victoria. That's why Victoria was out of the loop and voted for um, to keep Julie. Um, there's a supposed alliance, right? The alliance is called the Sunsetters. Um, in this alliance, um, you have Latoya, Tiner, Ty, Jed, Beth, and one other person, Kiefer. That's so an interesting. That's an interesting alliance. Three and three on each side. Three and three on each side. So each three, team. Yeah, three defenders and destiny. So when, when. Latoya's talking to Kiefer saying that we have the votes. What do you think about with this five? Mm-hmm. Right? Technically, they do. Well, that's interesting. I I hope that that is something that we get to see on the show because that's a that's an unexpected five. Uh that would or six, yes. I suppose it is. So right? I didn't I didn't want to spoil it, but Beth is in a lot better position because she has ties to both Austin and the other side with Latoya. So, 
Oh yeah, I think Beth can go a lot of different ways in terms of what who she can uh, play with long term, what alliances. Like depending on who wins HOH, Beth can kind of go with the wind. It seems to be. Like um, I wish I had a little bit more intel on that, but okay. that's what I'm kind of observing. If Latoya won HOH, do you know who her um, noms would be? Do you want to guess? Um, Latoya would put up. Austin and uh, Kiefer? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> um, uh, remember, <laughs> Kiefer's on her team. Oh, okay, well, I was thinking she could put up anybody, <laughs> but all right. Okay, it would be Tara, Kyle, or Victoria. Tara, Kyle, or Victoria. Um, so uh, Rohan and Kyle seem to be working together as we've seen. Um, they keep on referring. This is day one, day six, mind you, folks. It could have changed. Um, about the four of us, so many people believe that it's Jed and Ty, but at the same time, Jed and Ty is with the Sunsetters, so they can kind of be double dipping or they can possibly pull two extra votes with uh, Kyle and Rohan if necessary to bump um, their votes from uh, six to to, to to eight right there. Okay. Um, what else? Um, da, 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 da. So Victoria, Braden, and Austin are very close. Um, Austin's target, as we've seen, is Kiefer. Um, da, da, da. Uh, she, uh, Victoria was thinking of giving um, Rohan the um, Wendy's uh, to ha have her with with Wendy's, so it's interesting. Is that Victoria, to, yeah, she, to kind because of why to draw him in as a number because, as you can see, she wasn't lying when she said that she gets good vibes from Rohan, so that's why she didn't want to put him up. So I don't was, think Austin should trust Rohan at all. I, think I don't Rohan, think so either. I yeah. think Victoria is a better is a better choice. Um, for her. absolutely, I I don't think I, Rohan seems like a guy who's gonna be loyal to Kyle uh, and and, and whoever himself. He, and himself. <laughs> yes. and, and that's it. Like, so I'm actually surprised how well Rohan's doing at fitting in with the group. Um, when I watch the feeds, um, he's 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 just with Kyle all the time, and Kyle's just always with Beth and with Austin, and they're always kind. Of, he so Rohan's always kind of there. So the, what happens if Kyle leaves? What's going to happen to Rohan? Rohan's destroyed if if <laughs> yes. Kyle were to leave. All like right. if they were to put up Kyle next to Rohan, I wonder who would go. But probably Kyle. Okay, so um, let's put like and dislike. Uh, Victoria and does not like uh, Latoya. Um, Brayden does not like Tara. Um, Austin um, <laughs> is fond of Jed. Okay, Austin is fond of Jed. Right. Yes. So much so that Braden's like, "What's going on with you two? Okay. Oh. And um, <laughs> Braden and Victoria um, don't mind Rohan. Braden and Rohan don't mind Victoria. No, Braden, um, Braden and Victoria don't mind Rohan. Don't mind him. Yes. Yeah, but I don't think anyone loves Rohan. That's the thing. But if you're down in numbers, um. That's why, like Rohan is in such a good spot, because he's like he's he's non-objectionable. He seems like, but he's not necessarily anybody who is like 
attached to either. But at the same time, people like him, but not love him to say that they would fight to make sure that he's still in the game. Hmm. Well, then, good for good for Rohan, my fellow Pisces, who is trying to represent us Pycons in there. Um, yeah, I just I, I don't have him in the draft. I uh, he he went very he went very late. Um, second last, by, second last, second last, taken by Amanda. Yes, <laughs> she would she wanted Rohan more than Braden. I don't know, I which think, uh, um, which is interesting now. Okay, well, I, is that it for the feeds? And that's it right now for the feeds. Place? We're gonna have. Uh, I'm gonna have a lot more come on Wednesday. Okay, well then, I think we're going to wrap up here for uh, Big Brother Canada Nine's third episode, the first uh, true HOH and true uh, nominations of this season. Um, this was uh, a lot of fun to break this down and talk more about this cast, which I think is a lot. Is it's a good. It's, I got there's a ton of potential here. There's a lot of different dynamics, and I think this is kind of. I think casting should be happy with how this is playing out so far. Um, great. You know, and we'll be back here on Wednesday to talk about this veto. Uh, well, of course, we'll, we saw here Kiefer will take himself down, and uh, we'll see. Uh, and then we'll see probably Rohan go up, and we're gonna see how that ball plays out. And we'll be able to speculate a bit more about what's gonna happen with this Thursday second live. It was it live eviction, or I guess it's just the second eviction in this case here. Taped to live. Taped to live. It was live when they taped it. Yeah. Um, on uh, on Thursday as well. So we'll be here Wednesday and Thursday on on Super Mario Brothers podcasting, YouTube, and Facebook live streams all after 9 p.m. or as late as it needs to be. Um, for the show to end, we also have our other channels, which are uh, Live Long and Podcast, where we talk about Star Trek all this week. I'm talking about I'm talking with Jamil. I think uh, uh, four out of these five nights yeah, this four week. Out of five. Yeah. Oh no, no, well, five out of five. Are you on Wednesday too? Uh, oh no, we're, we're no, we're on Big Brother though. We're on Big Brother on Wednesday. Friday. Also, I'm thinking like there's Live Long and Podcast World and Super Mater Brothers Podcast Friday. World. Friday, we also have oh here on Super Mater Brothers podcasting. I forgot before we talk about Live Long and podcast, we're gonna be here Friday to talk about Wandavision's first, maybe only season. We're not we're not quite sure. Uh, as we're gonna be starting our Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast series, is that will become a new pillar of the Super Mater Brothers podcasting. It's something I've been wanting to to podcast about for a long time. Uh, and now that these uh, Disney Plus uh, TV shows are coming out. We're going to start by, like, you know, maybe not covering every episode of these shows, but talking about the collective series of episodes. Uh, and this will be the first one, WandaVision. We expect to do Falcon and Winter Soldier when that uh, when that wraps up uh, in their run. And then Loki will be coming out after that. We're going to be busy with those. Uh, for, but uh, but the good thing is that uh, we'll be doing them sort of all in smaller uh, podcast sets as we'll be talking about them all at once. And uh, so check that out Friday night. Uh, Jamil, Ashley, and I talking about the whole first season of WandaVision. She, I think, uh, Ashley starting tonight and trying to get through all the episodes. She was just like, I haven't watched any of it. I'm not watching any of it until right before. So she's going to be fresh when she comes in on Friday. And uh, live long on podcast, Star Trek, as I mentioned, on uh, Tuesdays, we do D Space Nine rewatches. We're in season three. We're doing Equilibrium tomorrow night, which is a Jedzier Dax episode. Check that out on at 9 p.m. Uh, on Wednesday, we're talking about original series with my dad, Ted, and the next episode we're doing is called Assignment Earth, with uh, which is the most non-Star Trek episode ever. So if you don't like Star Trek, maybe this is the one to check out on Wednesday <laughs> night at 7. Is, uh, Adam, Jody, my dad, and Jeff and I will be talking about Assignment Earth with Gary Seven and some kind of weird cat. 
that uh, was a kind of a crossover or something. I don't even know what's going on. Find out Wednesday. And uh, and our other channels, uh, Trivial Debates, where we argue about movies, TV, sports, and more. Uh, that's a monthly show. We do that on Sundays. We'll be doing one at the end of March. Jamil's reigning champion. Uh, we uh, we did that at the end of February. So <laughs> so check that every uh, all our different channels and our content. We're we're podcasting almost every night on a live driven stream. So I think that's it. I think I plugged everything. Yeah. Um, we hope you had it. Uh, and uh, I I need a sign off, man. Uh, I have everybody's watch. You don't know who's watching. I don't have that. Marissa Cox. That's kind of sad. Okay. Okay. Oh, no, this would work. Oh, thank you.